Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. It's the best time of year every week. Yep, you can hear the sirens. <laughs> <laughs> and the cicadas. Um, the cicadas are particularly noisy this this year, and we've been recording outside because of COVID. So uh, anyway, for those of you out of town, this is what the cicadas sound like in Lawrence this week. Mm-hmm. Unless the background thing cuts them out. Yeah, in which case, it's sort of like... Because it won't cut that out, will it? No. It didn't sound enough like the cicadas. No, that's there to stay. Oh, good. Anyway, that's what we're dealing with right now and my neighborhood. Um, Lawrence has become uh, something of a... It's, it's been like a purge around here. Like, people are getting robbed and stabbed and shot. It's 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 a little rough right now. It's a little rough in our town. Damn. Yeah, it's three weeks ago outside the Dillon's Stabbins. Like yeah, last week, uh, dude, uh, over by fifteenth uh, in Kentucky, I think, stab at shootings. Yeah, and then uh, have they said more about the what happened in those situations yet? Well, the stabbings was a dude who brought his dog. Uh, an older dude brought his dog into the store, and mm-hmm. it was okay with the store. Mm-hmm. But then this guy got mad. You got your dog in here. You shouldn't have your dog in here. He's like, no, they're cool with it, man. They're cool with it. And he's a good dog. He's an emotional support dog or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, oh, well, stabbings. And then stabs him and stabs the dog, which is mm-hmm. awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, I think they caught the guy pretty quick after yeah. that. But uh, that was the stabbings. And then the shootings, don't know. Um, the only thing they've really said is that it was a, a 20-something-year-old dude from Wichita. Yeah. And it may have had something to do with some stuff that was going on in Topeka. I think I heard that somewhere something at some point, but I don't mm-hmm. know if that's like... That was rumors rumor or if that fact. was actual yeah, reporting. Yeah. But then um, local social media maven Chelsea Diane said like her kiddo was like walking in Centennial Park about 4 o'clock and robbed at knife point. So... It's uh, it's Thunderdome here. I don't know if it's the the changing of the seasons. Uh, I don't know if it's like the 20th anniversary of 9/11 with its ghosts over the country, yeah, um, or what. But something's happening. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that you need that much 9/11 to do anything about it. I feel like things are already pretty rough yeah. without any of that happening, and especially as far as robbings go, like. Like, millions of people just got cut off of their assistance. Yeah. Which doesn't help. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a you know, a And lot. it's Kansas, which means there's really no assistance beyond federal assistance. Right. Right. Because the Kansas legislature doesn't believe in making anyone wealthy except for Kansas Republicans. Not even wealthy. They just don't want to give money to anybody that isn't rich. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. They're good at it, though. They're good mm-hmm. at, at taking money away from people who need it. The legislature. They're real good at it. Um, well, that was dark. We started off on kind of a dark note. Let's let's yeah. let's uh, let's let's up the the pop. Should I sing something or? I don't know how I, that's going to help. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, Sorry, I that was really mean. Yeah, <laughs> I meant it to be yeah, more jocular. Was, yeah, but I feel like coming out of that dark that those dark notes, like it was. 
it was sort of it felt more like a a slap yeah well you know what the good news is i feel like here's the thing they just listened to you sing a couple episodes ago okay and so and i i feel like right they're already like trying to get over like you know and i'm not not like they're just like man that was a that was a hell of a thing like i don't think they're ready yet like they're still they're still like letting that linger I feel like you, you so, so you sort of created a little bit of a hole with the with the like with the kind of slap statement that you made earlier, yeah. and then you like backed off it a little bit, and now you just like ran the fuck right into that hole, and you're like, oh, maybe they don't want to hear you because they only heard you a couple weeks ago, so they're still traumatized. Not traumatized. I yeah. feel like it's still like affecting them in, in the way that like uh, like a movie that you got to think about for a while. You know what I mean? I feel like there's a lot of levels and a lot yeah. of layers to your performance, like Tenant. I guess I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, well, you don't need to. I mean, I'll catch it at some point. I think I may have even just randomly DVR'd it at one point so that I didn't have to go looking for it. Yeah, but I still haven't gotten around to it. I, I tried to watch it while doing my laundry, and I ended up unfolding everything. Hacha! That's a little joke for all the people who've watched Tenet. You won't get it until you <laughs> watched it. I mean, I've seen the ad, so I kind of get it. Yeah, they basically do everything backwards. Mm-hmm. So my joke was I, I was folding laundry while I was watching Tenet, and I ended up unfolding everything because it's Tenet, and I was doing it backwards because I was also doing it forwards, like in the... Ah, fuck. Is it too late to start over? It's never too late to start over. I mean, the podcast... Unless the thing that you're wanting to do is... is like make changes to Tenet because I feel like it's too late now because it already came out. Yeah. But aside from that, like in all other instances, it's never too late. Can I, can I tell you something that makes me uncomfortable? Yes. There's a new Matrix movie. And, there is. And that, I, I don't. That makes me a little uncomfortable too. I did watch the trailer. Have you watched the trailer? I watched the trailer. There's one thing I'll say about it. Yeah. The trailer made it look kind of cool. But here's the thing. The trailers made all of them look kind of cool. Right. It's very cool. And I have to say, as somebody who thought the first one was very good, the second yeah. one was was like, it took like 45 minutes to get going. And once it got going, it was, it was cool. But it's just like, man, that first 45 minutes was a real slog. Yeah. And then the third one I thought was garbage. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to maybe watch this one, especially because it's on HBO Max. It's like one of those that like releases on HBO Max too. Yeah. So I'm like, for one, I I would not go out to watch it. Yeah. But if I could just watch it in my home, I got to say I'm a little interested to see what they want to do with it. Did they learn anything with how they kind of spun out on those last three? Are they like recentering? Is it? I don't know. I just I feel like I feel like I'm still a little traumatized from from uh, the dystopian ray of I like like that in in the third one. It just it it, it that made was the me, second one. Was that the second one? Yeah, that's in that first forty five minutes. And the third one was worse. The third one. Here's the thing about the third one. You know the main characters that we've been hanging out with for most of the movie. Yeah. Like are only in like a third to half of it. It's like a whole bunch of motherfuckers you kind of met wow. briefly in the second one, and then you spend a shitload of time with. Them I don't the third even one. remember the third one. I feel like after it's that, bad. after that, that it also dance party. it, it becomes and the ones it gets it gets real like. Like, it's no longer such a direct, like, action-to-action. There's, like, a... 
I don't know, there's like a weird standoff. So like the the cool like fighting and action stuff is is much more like stripped down and happening in the real world that's more boring <laughs> kind of for one. Mm. Um but then like other sh- like and like I said there's like there's like big robots are like breaching like their, their whatever the fucking place is called where the humans live, but it's like the people who are fighting them are not the people that you know because <laughs> those right. guys went off to do like the thing and then basically they solve it by being like, what if we weren't at war anymore? What if we were just at peace now? And the robots are like, all right, we'll give it a shot. And that's basically how it ends. Uh, but but to get to that point, like most of the characters you know also die. <laughs> and they just basically are like, and there's, there's like the Mr. Smith thing. He's like out of control and fucking, and Keanu Reeves kills him. And so the robots are like, well, you did us a solid, so I guess we'll be at peace with you. We'll at least check it out. Like, no promises, but, <laughs> right. like, you know, you took care of that thing, so we'll, we'll try it for you, kind of. Is And it, so it just ends with them, like, at peace now. And so it's real. That third one is just a mess. <laughs> it's it's a mess. All right. Uh, you heard it here but first. I, but I'm interested in this fourth one. I, have to, I will admit. I was not interested in this fourth one until I saw the trailer, and I'm at least like, this looks interesting what they're doing with it looks interesting i also think and somebody made this point online and i have to agree like the now living in the dystopian future that they were like plugging them into 1999 to escape i kind of like people are like the matrix seems even that much more appealing now it'd be like yeah just hang out in the late 90s all right (laughs) (laughs) i mean you know get old but still Speaking of hanging out in the late nineties, I watched Fight Club again. That was uh, Fight Club. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Did I tell you? I the feel f- like that's one of those movies that is like a. This is a pretty good movie, but you shouldn't base any kind of identity or ethos around it. And that's a real problem, and I feel yeah. like people do the way that like people got really into, into that fucking Joker movie, kind of same. And I didn't even watch that one to be able to speak to its quality, but I'm like, I feel like Fight Club is still a fairly well-put-together movie. It's just not meant to actually... Its comments on society are not particularly good or smart comments. Right, and, and had it... I mean, the or, only- or, they, or it's a... It's, it's recognizing a problem, but it's doing a bad job of diagnosing that problem or, like, offering a... or, or offering a, a way to fix the problem... As much as I, I feel like it, it is looking at like a, uh, yeah, like a, yeah, there's something going on with these kids kind of thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, what's the deal with these kids? But yeah, but yeah. Uh, it, it, it is interesting because, um, you know, it does have that, it definitely feels dated at this point. It, mm-hmm. it's definitely got that late, late 90s vibe. Yeah, it was like 99. Like the lack of, uh, Lack of cell phones and and uh, mm-hmm. you know um, mm-hmm. the fact that they like find each other like by calling and stuff is uh, is, is is a little quaint at this point. But also, it would be really hard to do that shit now with cell phones existing, unless that character just didn't refuse to have a cell phone. But right. you would think that at a certain point that that would be a, a remedy to some of the problems, though. Like that they would at least try to have one. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Oh man, there is you know, there's, there's so there's many a whole lot of movies that fall apart. I was gonna say, uh, you know, the, the, I'm trying to think of like a top five movies that 
would be completely different with cell phones. E.T., mm-hmm. I mean, he could just have a cell phone. Exactly. Yeah, it wouldn't be a big deal. It'd be like, you might need like a sat phone, but still, you but can still, get those. But still, just be like, use my They're phone, price. man. You can get yeah, one. Yeah, barely know somebody. You know, mm-hmm. I'll just be like, here, have, have my phone. Like, can we borrow one? We have to buy one. Yeah, we yeah. Need, we don't need it after the alien takes off. Uh, scream! The call is coming from inside the house. Yeah, but, well, I mean they I'm, had I'm cell texting. phones in that, did they? <coughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, cell phones existed in that like late '90s, but they weren't they weren't like GPS tracking us so well. I mean, I can't. They weren't, in, in the times that people like thought they were, they weren't because yeah. they were just like pinging towers. But that's not how that shit works. I feel like Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade would probably have been a lot easier for Indiana Jones and his dad to... I mean, you would be able to probably at least have some kind of better record of his co- of his dad's comings and goings and yeah. potentially... You kind of follow him on GPS and also yeah. like have a little text group. Here's the like, thing. It, it might not... It, he might have been like, bang the Nazi check. And, and, unless in the, in the... If this is a world with that, like, does Sala like, know how to use computers and stuff? Because I feel like Indiana Jones wouldn't necessarily know how to track that shit down. Are you saying Indiana Jones couldn't use a cell phone? I can think he could use a cell phone. I don't know if he could use a cell phone, like, to to figure out, like, where, where people were or, like, how to figure shit like that out. Because he's also, he's not looking for, like, existing stuff. He's looking for, like, long-lost stuff. That's just not on the internet. What's he going to do? Be, like, sitting around watching a whole bunch of YouTube videos about the <laughs> Holy Grail? <laughs> and just being, like, two days later, it's like, well, that was a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to do it the old-fashioned way. Uh, <laughs> this is what I'm saying, and also, I, mean, I don't, I don't feel like, like, I don't think he's like looking up cell phone records to see like where people were. That doesn't seem like an Ian and Jones thing to do. Okay, let's throw this out to seems, the. That seems like a. Uh, that's that, once again, that seems like solid territory. Yeah, let's throw this out to the listeners. One, one of his helpers. What what movie uh, can you think of that cell phones would have completely, completely changed? Like, let us know. Hashtag DD cell for double do cell phone. Like, you know, any of the any of the any of the Shakespeare things that that aren't oh yeah completely modernized to the point where they use cell phones. All those letters, yeah, yeah. Or just even like a like a Romeo and Juliet with cell phones just ends ends happily. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, they figure it all out. Like, because it's just a matter of like letters not getting to people. Yeah, (laughs) if if you're just able to fucking text them. Unless maybe they forgot to plug their phone in before they fake their death, then that could be a problem. For the longest know. time... But, it, like, everyone should have that dude who was, like, helping them's phone number. Like, it should yeah. have been easy to do. Yeah, the the, the, the priest? Be yeah. Like, yeah, hey, hey. Yeah, it's like, all right, we're going to, like, hey, coordinate Dave. through you. Yeah, like... You've got everyone's number. LOL, taking a potion, uh, squirt, eggplant, see you soon. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Wait, Romeo. I don't know that that's what taking a potion means. Well, no. I mean, I think he's he'd be taking the potion so that he could squirt eggplant. Anyway, let's. He's taking the potion to squirt eggplant. No, no, no. He's taking the potion and so that he can fake die and then later, like squirt eggplant. Do you know what squirt eggplant means? I think so. I think it means it means have a garden and raise eggplants 
and water those eggplants. Like a lot of people maybe no, no. don't well, water. I mean, but here's the thing: but in those in those emojis, the water it's coming from the eggplant. You see, like the the droplets are originating and moving outward. They're not coming back the other way. Oh, oh, shit! Still no. No, I can't. I can't. I mean, maybe reverse garden. Compost heap. I mean, I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm not, those. I'm, I don't know what. I don't know about those. I'm just saying. I try. I try to pay attention to what the kids like. Speaking of what the kids like and nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! All right, go. <laughs> I just saw. Is, it, is this your Applebee's commercial? <laughs> never, never forget Applebee's uh, or nine eleven. Well, it, it just—I I mean, I don't know if, if how how I'm sure Applebee's has put out some like never forget stuff that was was pretty cringy. But somebody was just like showing they were in like an elementary school, and the elementary school kids had made like a nine eleven tribute mural thing. But, like, all of the people in it, including, like, the people in the towers and the people, like, in a bus, are all the fucking, like, Among Us spacemen. Because <laughs> they're kids, and they don't <laughs> fucking know what 9-11 is beyond just, like, <laughs> theoretically. Wow. And so they went with what they knew. And he was just like, I took pictures because I didn't think anyone would believe me. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how much 9-11 navel-gazing we need to, to do. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I, I, I'm, I'm glad we didn't, like, do it last week when it was, when it was fresh, just because I feel like everyone was doing it. I don't, I don't mind it coming up now by any means, but I also just feel like I don't know what to add to. to yeah, that's that, that's the thing. It's like the, the, what what's been said. I think needs to be said has been said, and it was a tragedy. And it was it was really interesting to hear from my friends who had who were in New York at the time and mm-hmm. like get their perspectives twenty years on. But uh, yeah, big event that now kids don't have any idea about. Like mm-hmm. my son will have really no idea. Also, just really yeah. spun the country out completely yeah. for two decades. And still, yeah, it's certainly. I don't think it was the 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 only catalyst, but it was a major. It was. Catalyst. It was one of those uh, when when you look at the fact that we shouldn't have really been president in the first place for it happening. It, it's one of those like man, uh, the pandemic was super bad under Trump, but it could have been a lot worse if it like. Because uh, I think you probably could have snuck a terrorist attack in there without a ton of trouble over those last four years. <laughs> right. I think it would have been pretty, pretty easy to squeak yeah, one in. Yeah, and I think yeah. that could have got super bad. I think we dodged some bullets. We've dodged a lot of bullets, but <laughs> <laughs> like some of them hit us. But we dodged a lot, and that was that would have been a big one. And that's all thanks to the robot core. The mm-hmm. robot core keeping you safe. Through robots. Yeah, in fact, for you, now, I you guess. Have, uh, isn't, isn't your study uh, all like frame photos of days where nothing happened because they're days when you saved the world from a major catastrophe? That's, my, that's actually mostly pictures of robots. Oh. Oh. I'd we didn't feel the need to put up performative framings like that. Like the wall, the walls are needed for other things like, like storage and then also pictures of robots. 
careful. That's a Kingsman right. move. You're 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 basically accusing Gary Oldman of putting up performative paintings or performative hangings. Yeah, no, I, th- I think I am. Oof, Gary Oldman. Is Gary Oldman in Kingsman? Yeah. Who is think... Gary Oldman in the Kingsman? Wasn't he the the older guy? Yeah, he was. He was the he was the um the, the dude who trained the dudes. The older Kingsman. The, the, the guy, the guy, the, you mean the main? The main guy. Nah, that's not Gary Oldman, bro. Is that not Gary Oldman? No. What, what are you talking about? No. What? No. Huh? No. Or is that Colin Firth? It's Colin Firth. Damn it. You're right. I don't know. I, I, I feel like it should have been Gary Oldman. But I'm also calling him performative, yes. Um, you know, those British guys all sound the same to me. Like I had, uh, I had several friends and I used to call them Colin Firth Mm -hmm. when I was living in England because I couldn't really tell who they were. I figured at least that way one of them's going to be right. It was either that or, or I called a lot of them Hugh Grant. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, Hey Hugh, can I come over for a charming bit of banter? What what are the five kinds of English people as, as related to British actors that they typify? Oh, man, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, there's the, I mean, there's, like, the the Gary Oldman kind. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the Hugh Grant, like, super posh kind. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, the Ray Stevenson, like, oh, I'm going to get you and kill you and your family. Oh, I'm from the East End. Like, that kind. And then there's, like, uh, the Idris Elba, the really cool, like, uh, dudes of color with, with uh, English accents kind. I, got, I feel like uh, I need to point out that you have not mentioned Colin Firth yet in this go-through. Uh, well, he's Colin Firth. <laughs> or, or is Colin Firth uh, a Hugh Grant? He's in with Hugh Grant. He's in with that. Hugh Grant. He doesn't get his own thing. Well, uh, yeah. But then there's, like, the weird-ass fucking, like, Ricky Tomlinson, like, uh, northern dudes who look like Santa Claus and your grandfather and are just, like... and. Uh, what's his name fits into this too? Uh, Hagrid. Uh, 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 damn it, Robbie, 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 Coltrane. Yes, um, yeah, that dude. Those are the five types of British dudes, and everyone you know fits in in, in England fits into one of those categories. Stefan, Hugh Grant type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sharon, definitely like Ray Stevenson. She she mm-hmm. cut you if you give her give her any trouble. I don't know if any other Brits really listen to this, but uh, yeah. Well, now you know. If you're British and you're not Sharon or Stefan, let us know which of the five you are. And all the women are Dame Judy Dench. We'll see. That's a that's an extra. But we I don't know if we said. You guys, said, you said I actors. Know. I mean, I kind of took it. I feel it. like, but are they all James du- Dame Judy Dench? Yep. Or what about the Helen Mirrens? Okay. James shout Judy out Dench. to the Helen Mirrens. Shout out to the Helen <laughs> There's the title right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the Helen Mirrens. Mm-hmm. Double Deuce. Double Deuce. <laughs> this has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, 
This outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. Good episode.